Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Guys, what do you get when you get Dennis Hopper, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, throw them onto a bus, throw in a bomb, make them drive 50 miles an hour? You know what it is. You know what time it is. It's speed time. Coming up next. (laughs) There's a bomb on a bus. Drops below 50, it blows up. Temple, we just got a ransom demand from your dead terrorist. Says he's rigged the city bus. Where's Jack? Where do you think? I've been trying to dismantle that bomb. This is not a very good plan. TV, Jack, wave to the future. Ha, ha, ha. I want you to get out of there and sit tight. We're going to go after the source. We're leaking gas? What, you felt you needed another challenge or something? Why are they messing with me? Huh? Do they think I'm doing this for fun? When I find you, do not attempt to grow a brain. <laughs> is that, wait a second, is that Ed Salmon? Is that Andrea Farrell? Are we talking to each other? Are we driving over 50 miles an hour no we're not because we're, we're just talking but let's just hey guys let's keep the laughs per minute to 50 per minute <laughs> otherwise this podcast is going to explode that's too many laughs i think so that's that's like, that's like a laugh uh every almost every second uh, with yeah, 10 yeah. seconds to spare <laughs> i'm not okay. a podcaster right now we're just three cool guys hanging out <laughs> well trev <laughs> Need I remind you that people died in this movie. True. And that's nothing to laugh at. I take action movies incredibly seriously because people get <laughs> blowed up or they get shot up or they get killed. Pop quiz, Ed. Many we stop recording ways. by mistake. What do you do? What do you do? That's got nothing to do with pop music. Um, I probably open a can. <laughs> Of beer, cans, and <laughs> drink it. <laughs> oh, I was. I. How long are we into the recording? I. I, I was just dying. No, we're still to do in that the impression. intro. This is just the intro. Uh, we haven't <laughs> even started yet. We have to I keep our intros above. Uh, <laughs> okay, if, um, for those that have hasn't guessed by the thumbnail or the title of the pod or the fact that we're talking about speed, it's speed. That's what we're doing. We're doing speed. Uh, so, yeah. Look, guys. 
got my dive watch on. Let's let's do a deep dive straight into it, okay? Uh, <laughs> where does the movie where does the movie bring you to? Uh, what, what memory does it evoke? Where does it bring you back? Uh, that's always the first topic. Um, look, for me, it, it just brought me back to videos again, like renting videos. <clears throat> Um, it was I, I didn't I didn't see the theatrical release. I I don't know what the um, what the rating was, but I definitely was too young to probably go and see it in the cinema. It was probably fifteens. Fifteens. It was fifteens. Yeah. Trev. Decapitations is a fifteen, isn't it? Once mm. like a bit of side boob is okay. That's that's twelve or a. But yeah. um, somebody's head getting cut off kind of brings it into the fifteen, and 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 there's a bit of language in it as well, I suppose. Yeah, um, and cans get destroyed, and a big pram full of cans gets yeah. destroyed yes. as well. That's now, when you play it on streaming, it comes up. It says, uh, uh, w- a warning, this this movie contains the destruction of cans. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, it says, if you've been affected by any of the can destruction, please ring this <laughs> can Samaritan helpline. <laughs> yeah. Go on, I do. It's all the, the cans that just got... The cans. <laughs> okay, the cans can't cans. hurt you now, Keanu. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cans. <laughs> it's just cans. I think he, I think he was actually trying to like um, what's the thing you do when you're trying to um, say something into reality, um, visualize it, or uh, he was trying oh, to oh yeah, yeah actualization actualization yeah he was trying to get the movie into the Cannes Film Festival, um, so that's why he, he really wanted to accentuate the <laughs> yeah, word yeah. Cannes. <laughs> yeah. It's like trust me, on they can use this clip when they show it at Cannes. Yeah, we'll <laughs> get, get you the Palm Door. Yeah, yeah. Take take the exit down to Venice Beach, Venice <laughs> Film Festival. Hey, topical. That's on at the moment. Hey, topical. Timothy Shammy in his dress. Um, but yeah, the uh, that's where it just brings me back to videos and and a good good old action films on videos. Um, but I do remember it. I, I remember all the fanfare and um, I remember everyone talking about it in school. Like it was one. Of, it was definitely one of those. You came back from school in September and everyone was talking about this movie. Did you, did, have you seen Speed? Uh, and again, it, it, as a kid, it, it just, do you know what? Even more so than Die Hard, it, it's got the easiest to describe plot. Like, there, yeah, like is there yeah. any, like, it, it's the epiphany of, or epitome of um, of the elevator pitch or the high concept. You know, it's just, yeah, it's just bomb. The whole, o- the whole opening is a, an elevator. The whole yeah. opening is an elevator. Which I completely forgot about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that whole, that elevator uh, shot is a miniature. Yeah, yeah. Which there's a, there's a few miniature shots in it that I actually noticed this time around, and yeah. I think that's just a consequence of having watched movies, and then in the DVD era, the sort of making of movies, yeah. and then recognizing when it's a miniature, when it's uh, a matte painting. Yeah. And uh, this time I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a miniature." Um, but hey, that's uh, we're getting. I'm getting into speaking of miniature. Back alley another Trev already. The original title of the movie was called Minimum Speed. Yeah, <laughs> which was really a stupid title. Which is a terrible. Like you went, lose the minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose the <laughs> drop. The, <laughs> drop the minimum. Yeah, like it's, it's like you do all the great work and writing a perfect script, and then you just give it the worst title ever. It's like it's like writing Citizen Kane and calling it, um, you know, fucking Sledman. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Um, but that, that sort of brings me back anyway. It brings me back to just uh, the being in school, talking about like those easy to describe films that everyone like. And most of those easy, easy to describe films are terrible. But in Speed's case, hey, it's pretty yeah. good. It's a pretty good movie. Um, what about you, Dre? Where does this bring you back? What What was your first time seeing it? First time I saw it, I think I was in in the kitchen, right, of my parents' house, and we had a black and white TV in the kitchen. Um, we watch it in black and white. <laughs> well, the reason there's a there's a reason why we had a black and white TV in the kitchen. So we we had a black and white TV growing up. We um, we got a color TV that was then put in the sitting room, but we left the black and white TV in the kitchen because. Um, the TV license was cheaper for a black and white TV. <laughs> so when the <laughs> the, the inspector yeah, yeah, called around, yeah. we'd show him the black and white TV and be like, oh, that's, oh, we, we you know, it's only a tenor. Yeah. Oh, that's just, that's just a wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so because um, it's funny, like I was only thinking about this yesterday, like b- because there was, you know, I had three brothers, the sitting room TV, like it was, there was no booking system on, you know, you couldn't book in and be like, I'm watching a film there yeah, tonight at six. Yeah, couldn't reserve it. Was it was whoever, whoever had their bum on the seat, <laughs> they got to watch their TV first, you know? Yeah. So I did actually watch a lot of films in black and white that were on TV that I completely forgot about. And Speed was one of them. It was on TV in the kitchen one day and I watched it in black and white like it was an olden movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Must have been confusing when he's like underneath the bus and he's looking at the different colored at the, wires. At the wires. <laughs> it immediately takes all the tension out I of it. I can't tell which is the blue wire. This is a black and white movie. <laughs> wires. It's just wires. No, it doesn't have the same ring as cans. And would your brothers not watch Speed with you, no? No, they were they were watching like Star Trek or something. Yeah. Um it was probably a Sunday night. They'd they'd have the the Monopoly on the telly at the time. We we probably would have ended up watching like the end of the film together, which did happen a lot where like we'd start me and my mom would start watching a film in the kitchen. Mm. And then by the end of it the lads would be finished watching their show and we'd all end up finishing the film. So I finished the film in colour, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like Wizard of Oz, like we're halfway yeah. through yeah. It it. yeah. Pull back the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Ed? Where does this bring you back to watching speed? Well, young people, once again <laughs> this uh, podcast has made me seem like an old man because I saw this in the Mother Fortune cinema. Yeah. On the big ass screen, I do remember ten year anniversary. <laughs> Reruns. <laughs> <laughs> I remember at the so. time <laughs> that uh, there was this uh, spate of uh, video trailers. You get like a, a VHS. Look it up, kids. A VHS video that had all the summer trailers because we didn't have the internet, and the only time you could you could watch a trailer was when it was on TV mm. um, or when you went to see a movie in the cinema and it had trailers on it. But then like Empire Magazine and Total Film and it was kind of the the peak time for movie magazines at this at this time. But I remember seeing the trailer for it thinking, that looks pretty cool. And then, yeah, w- went to the cinema, saw it, I think probably in Tullamore Cinema, and it was uh, very enjoyable. Yeah. Like, really good. And at the time, the biggest sort of talking point 
was not the bus that couldn't slow down uh, or it goes boom boom which uh, was the original title for it <laughs> they went they were going to go before minimum speed they said what about the bus that if it slows down goes boom boom <laughs> um, and then they just stole it for that Simpsons joke but it was Ken Reeves's hair was the big talking point yeah. there was so many column inches dedicated to Ken but this was a, at a time in you know uh, the monoculture where something like that became a ubiquitous thing and not just something that was talked about on Twitter for eight hours and then yeah. they moved on to something else it became this whole have you seen Ken Reeves's hair the buzz cut because up to that point he was like you know he had the long hair yeah, and yeah. he had done a few years previously point break where he's basically playing a surfer dude cop yeah but this was like proper action movie and it makes sense like you wouldn't want to have because if he had long floppy hair like he had in the other movies they'd just get caught in the wheels of the bus and he'd get his head crushed within the first you know, trying to jump on the bus, <laughs> he'd just he'd go under the wheels and he'd get crushed. Is it the only short-haired movie? Like, is it is it his only short-haired appearance? No, no, he's he's had short hair in stuff like Devil's Advocate. Oh yeah, um, yeah. and other movies, Matrix. Uh, oh, he's got yeah. short now hair. I feel, now I feel very stupid for asking that question. To me. <laughs> he's got a shaved head at, at one point. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Just don't watch the new Matrix movie. It's Why? terrible. Oh. It's like a failed pilot for a Matrix television series. Mm. It's like they, they they wanted to make a series without uh, Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss and this is just like the kind of tester for it. In fact, Carrie Ann Moss is barely in the fucking thing. She's like, I don't know why she went, obviously she got some profit participation. But look, this is peak Keanu and I remember leaving the cinema going, uh, yeah, he's fucking, he's great. And yeah. kind of, in the same way that, that um, your Bruce Willis's and uh, your um trying to think of someone else who's kind of not like a muscle bound like he wasn't muscly i think he worked out for it but he yeah, just yeah, looked like yeah. a he looked like a regular guy albeit yeah. incredibly beautiful um but yeah that's <laughs> that's where it takes me it takes me back to tullamore cinema Eat yeah he was he was a bit of an everyman even though he was like ripped like he was in good shape like yeah but he wasn't like he looks small like in john wick he looks big he looks like he's ripped like proper jacked where yeah. in speed he looks just like he you know a cop you know he looks like a but he never he never really gets his he, he never goes topless or anything no. to show his physique yeah. like now with these Marvel movies they do so much pumping iron and working out and stuff that they have to have the obligatory muscle you know, shot yeah even like the, even yeah. Paul Rudd who previously no one really cared about his body just his like pretty face and funny head uh <laughs> But he gets his fucking nipples out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he get chicks. his nipples out? Is that his little ant nipples? I, I didn't want to say tits because <laughs> men already have them. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get your nipples out, and no one wants to see a man's nuts. You can't really get you can't really get, get them nice and muscular out. for a movie role. You know, yeah. it's kind of yeah. damage them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Really, never made it um, into the mainstream. 
you know yeah like you I'm never not surprised had, yeah <laughs> like in, in, in a parallel universe you think there's like a page tree where you just you just have a big hairy pair of balls on a page tree yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in the daily paper so and a load of builders Barry, uh, Barry, uh, here's builder Barry women are going oh look at the look at the size of those jib jabs <laughs> <laughs> and then he's he's talking about current Jim events Jams. to show that he's not just a a, a himbo. He's what? You know, he's talking about current events because they yeah, always have yeah. that page three where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Josephine really hopes that the Iron Curtain falls soon. Yeah, yeah. Edwin likes to. Uh, it isn't just big balls that Edwin has. He also got a, a big opinion on uh, that he airs on a weekly podcast <laughs> <laughs> about movies. <laughs> yeah. um, for your consideration, what do we what do we put in to the back alley Oscars? I think there's, I, like, I, I, my notes were lazy. At one point, <laughs> I, a couple of drinks were had when I was watching this movie. The the, the first bullet point I had on for your consideration was uh, the film, <laughs> just, just the entire yeah. film. But yeah. what what I do love about it is that as a kid, um, when I went. When I rented it and when we watched it, the trailers, you were talking about the trailers, Ed, the mm. trailers are all about the bus and the, you know speed and the tagline and just that like the, the, the 50 minutes or so of like of the, of the movie. It's kind of like a synopsis of like that's it's the trailer of the bus part. But then when you go and when you see the film, there's the bit at the start, there's the bit at the end off the bus. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're brilliant as well. Like, and even rewatching yeah. it, like that first that opening scene, like that's an exciting scene. Like with the with the with the elevator, um, and I kind of like how there's like it's like the rule of three. There's like a you know there's an act one, two, and three. Like each act yeah. has a bomb in it, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. which is pretty, which is kind of cool. And so every act effectively has a timer, you know, that you're kind of chasing down the clock for. Ooh, deep Trey. Hey, mm. I, I, hey, that's mm. just off the cuff. This is the kind of shit that's for free, Dre. That's for free. That's for free. <laughs> um, but so, like, in essence, I think as an what I'm putting into consideration here is the fact that it's a three act movie. Like every act of the movie is is perfect and tight and lean, and yeah. and it and it has that rinse and repeat thing of like every act has basically the same thing going on it's a it's a bomb every yeah, act is a bomb on it. there's a commonality to a lot of the movies that we've covered where yeah. and i i did it where after the first act ends and harry and jack jack trevin get their uh get their medals yeah and it's like all right here's the the second act yeah uh, begins and it's like 20 minutes or something so it's a good you know, for me, that's a good indication of a well-structured, yeah. kind of well-written, well-paced mm. movie. That all right, we've we've introduced all the characters, introduced the bad guy. Yeah, you know, you that's think it. he's dead, and then boom, and we're off. Like you know, yeah, and then it's, and then it's and then it's cut to Keanu drinking a milky coffee, talking to his friend who gets blown up. Phone rings. Yeah, t- talking bus. to his friend, a random bus driver yeah. in Los Angeles, <laughs> yeah. whom he knows. Yeah. It shows him as the he's the everyman. He's the know? everyman who knows yeah. every bus driver. And then the other thing is, like when the bus blows up and then the phone rings, is like he like why does he answer it? Like if you're like if you're walking down the street, like it's a trope in movies. If you're walking down the street and the yeah, phone is ringing, yeah. why would you just like it's not like Die Hard Three where they're they're trying to like get to phones that are ringing. 
like yeah, he, I mean, I I get or, your or point. Phone, or phone box, but yeah, phone box. but also but also how how did he know that Jack was going to talk to that particular bus driver and be there at that coffee house? Yeah, unless he goes there all the time or something, and and then how do how did he know to ring that particular phone? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I suppose it's all planned. But to be honest, if I was walking past a phone, a ringing phone, uh, on the street. I would pick it up. Would and you? You would. Yeah. I don't even answer my own phone when it yeah. rings. <laughs> Dre, yeah, Dre, yeah. you've played. You've played enough GTA. That's a side mission. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah. missing out on uh, killing That's some, That's killing true. some lad on a boat and getting like twelve grand car. into your bank yeah. account. Do 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 the Jeff Bridges, Jeff, sorry, Jeff fucking Daniels, Daniels, um, Jeff Daniels, and I, 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 in my notes, I have Jeff Bridges, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Daniels, uh, playing the two best Harry characters of the nineties, you know, because he was Harry in Dumb and Dumber, and yeah. he was Harry in yeah. Speed, uh, and I clocked it when I was uh, like, I'm like Harry, 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 I was like, oh fuck yeah, Harry and Lloyd, yeah. um, but I like he's a great psychic, you know, and and. Like usually, like the sidekick is like the unconventional guy, and if he's nerdy, it's to counteract how masculine or how physical. Yeah, the, yeah. But in this case, they were both kind of like anti-heroes in a way. Like Keanu was like, you know, just a nice, polite policeman that was slight of frame, and Jeff Daniel was just, you know, a bit older and a bit more wise mm. and a bit more into the bombs, and he wasn't but as he, physical. He, he wasn't like a fat slob or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which sometimes yeah. they do, where they have like you know, ah, yeah. that's for you, kid. I've got two days to retirement unless I <laughs> yeah, get yeah, yeah. exploded. And <laughs> I did. I I didn't really get there um, at the start. Of the, I couldn't remember the whole start of the film. Like all I remembered was the bus stuff. Yeah. So the weird, mean competitiveness and just Keanu shooting him in the leg and all that <laughs> yeah, at the start. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. it was really really bizarre. Um, like they hated each other. And then um, I discovered in my deep dive and research that Harry was meant to be the bad guy. He was yeah, in the original yeah. script. He was meant yeah. to be the bomber. So I was like, OK, they just got lazy and didn't actually update the rest of the script <laughs> yeah, to yeah. give them a bit I of camaraderie. Kinda, to be honest, I kind of I'm glad they didn't do that because that's become a kind of a cliched yeah. trope in a way. Yeah. For England, James. Yeah, it's like the typical kind For of. Yeah. Games. And it gave him a nice, you know, he had a nice kind of his last shot before he gets exploded, where he has that face of, oh, I'm just about to get exploded. Yeah. yeah. You know, that classic <laughs> Hollywood, uh-oh, yeah. don't yeah. be exploded. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing, like, there's loads of a big list of things here, but one thing, just because we talked about it, was I have the credits. Like, I just love the credits, how the the title swipe um yeah, although I will say I would put it in cutting room floor because Ooh. I enjoyed it, but then it just kept going. Yeah, and the opening it, sequence was so long. Yeah, it sort of made Kinda a mockery of the name of the movie for lifts. Yeah, yeah, should have been called slow. See, I um, just watched Maverick, <laughs> which is a really long intro scene as well, because I, I, I downloaded Maverick last week, um, the, and that has uh, the whole Mel Gibson, you know, um, fucking western. No, Comedy. no, Ma- Maverick, uh, Top Gun 2. Oh, um, sorry. With the, with the huge long intro credit scene. So Top it's like, Gun, 
You should have said Top Gun Maverick because there is a movie called Maverick with... Oh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson and ah, Jodie yeah. Foster, which is a great movie. We should do that on the... We should I do think. Maverick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I thought the credits are cool. And then just the whole... The fact that it, like they built a miniature set just to do yeah. the credits, which is just... They don't do that anymore. Although the the music as well uh, yeah. is fantastic. It is, yeah. I for, I'd actually forgotten that music and it's one of those... I'm like, oh yeah, of course, because they've used it so many times in trailers uh, that and there's a piece of music in aliens where it's like cans cans only cans it's like it's just a great it's like it's perfect you know it's a kind of if if someone said you know if someone played that music for you and they'd be what, what do you think of when you hear this music I say, I think of a bus driving very fast in Los Angeles you know it really yeah, does yeah. it does the job perfectly yeah 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 who but, did the music John Williams <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, the music was done um, by Mark Mancina fair oh. play to you, Mark well done yeah. Good man, Mark. What about what about you? Uh, what about you, Ed? I'll go with you. What, do you have anything for the for the um, back alley Oscars? Yeah, I well the the music, yeah. um, just the structure of it, and I really enjoyed it because um, I think a lot of modern uh, action movies are terrible and have terrible pacing and have. I think have too much going on and too much. Yeah. What I really enjoyed about this movie, um, and I had watched not all of it, but I had watched uh, some of uh, the Gray Man on Netflix. Oh Jesus, yeah. And I couldn't. I could. I know Dre. You enjoyed that movie. I had a great time watching. I. <laughs> I Big watch movies. I was on my- I, I was very hungover it. after a wedding, and I and I really had a great time. It had no kind of. Um, soul to it or something i thought the two main actors i thought anyone could have played those parts you could have swapped in anyone and it would have been exactly the same movie and i just there was too many edits and it was too not confusing there was too many characters you know you had your man from bridgerton sitting in an office shouting exposition and i was like all right they (laughs) they, they obviously got him for a weekend yeah and like he sits in an office and then he walks down a corridor and then he goes into another office, a bigger office, yeah, and shouts exposition. But with speed, the camera moves so well. It does, yeah. And it doesn't cut every 30 seconds because, you know, modern audiences have no fucking uh, patience for an attention span. So I, I like the way it was shot. And obviously, because Yann de Bont is known for well previously he you know he was the he director die hard, he? on die hard yeah and other kind of action movies so ju- yeah just the way things were staged and the way it was just a, a, a fucking simple story with not too many characters yeah and i liked i liked how the people on the bus cuz i actually thought rewatching it i thought that those characters would be probably annoying to me now or something um but i thought they were very well done like not all of them were sketched out or not all of them had lines but they you know they they kind of worked especially um 
your man from Succession, who at the time was oh, your man Alan from Rook. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Alan Rook, who's now Connor Roy, I suppose, he's probably just as famous for that. But, yeah, yeah like, I thought he was great. He had some really good, uh, Ooh, funny lines. We're butting heads with the the floor <gasps> versus the Oscars. Uh, I have him on my cutting room floor, his character. What? Yeah. Well, well, Dre, well, Dre what, what what do you have for yeah, yeah. Oscars before we get into a debate about a rook, a ruckus? Yeah, let's have a rook for about back, this. <laughs> for back alley Oscars, I have the best, like the best attempt at a hard day's work after a heavy night on the beer <laughs> by like all of the. All oh yeah, they're all the, hung over, aren't they? The, yeah, 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 all of the cast were at the the, the award show oh, the night yeah. before that was televised. Yeah, for some reason is was that a thing? I don't know. I didn't look into it, but it, it was on the telly. Oh yeah, they, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Like, they got their medals and then they went to like and then they went to something that looked a bar that looked like a strip club. Yeah, yeah. they got fucked up, and then the next day it's just Business explosions one shitty coffee and he's okay yeah yeah yeah. and like <laughs> what i what i also love is that like until jeff daniels goes to the bomb at the terrorist house um he's just like he's really lounging on his chair looking at like diagrams yeah. of bombs being like oh yeah you get the blue one you, yeah. you know what i mean like he really like <laughs> yeah. it's just a really it's a bunch of really hungover lads <laughs> trying to save the day and that's what I think deserves an Oscar yeah. because that's me every day yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it gives yeah, us yeah, all yeah. hope and sending an email when you're hungover is painful yeah. enough oh I forgot to attach the file you fuck, yeah. or you send to all yeah. instead of sending it to one fucking person yeah. pop yeah. quiz yeah. hotshot you send an email but you haven't cc'd in your boss <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you've attached a rude picture a rude meme yeah. what do you do yeah what do you do because it, it's funny you say that because when i was watching that i remember saying to myself when he was in the coffee shop i was saying geez kiana looks fresh because he was fucking pissed last night but then as soon as the the bomb or the bus blew up and then it got into the the, the next bus. I just totally forgot that he was out the night before. So yeah. and then I forgot about everyone else as yeah. well. And like sure, Jeff fucking Daniels was pissed. He was like he was like because he had, he was kind of having a go at Keanu. Yeah, um, yeah he's yeah. been a bit of a prick in the pub. God, yeah, he's a bad drunk. And also Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah, he's a bad drunk. Yeah. River River Phoenix died did, um, yeah. in the middle of this the making of this film. So that was also. Um, I'd say it aged uh, Keanu and made a, made made the whole experience even harder, you know. So yeah. I'd say as the film goes on, like he's 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 just more and more fucked. Yeah, and they apparently um, the director rejigged the schedule <laughs> when uh, after River Phoenix died. He they had some stunt that they were going to shoot, and then some other heavy dialogues, like not that probably any, the can scene. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say not that any scene scenes with Keanu was going to have heavy dialogue in it, but they like he, the, he the rejigged scene. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he he rejigged some of the scenes to for the week or so after the death. God. It was like do some easy stuff just to kind yeah. of like you know, um, you just but, you're just going to go under the bus uh, on a yeah. platform. <laughs> and we're going to cover you in petrol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that? Like, sm- apparently, Keanu did a lot of his 
own stunts. According yeah, yeah. to IMDb, which I love the entry where it says Ken Reeves did approximately 90% of his own yeah, stunts. Yeah, yeah, approximately. Like who 90, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is or the money invigilator back. online or on set, like, yeah, yeah. checking a box every time he did a stunt, like, you know? Yeah. Like, apparently, he was like doing like secret training uh, for yeah. all the stunts. Yeah. And he would rock up to the day of filming and then say to the director, oh no, you don't need the stuntman for this. I'll do it. Yeah. Which yeah. is mental because I just don't think that would ever happen yeah, the, now. Yeah. Because the if, if a guy, if someone, if one, if a cast member is training in secret, that's not by like, you know, a person that you approve. You don't know yeah. who's been training them. It could have just been a guy they met in the pub, you know? Yeah. Um, which is which I, is crazy, I, but um, yeah. I think the only the only stunt he didn't do was like the anything that was under the bus. Yeah. Oh really? But there is yeah, a you there know, is a they, bit where he put he's, him on the trolley under the bus. But he's that on, wasn't him. He's on a trolley under the bus. Well, I think when it's a close up, they're probably not going as fast. Yeah, or when it's a close up, he's probably just like on a in in the studio somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, I know I know they did have. I actually watched. Um, I don't know if you guys did, but I whenever we do these. Uh, Making episodes of. I see if there's a making of this the, the making of of this is brilliant it's Dennis so Hopper. brilliant De- Dennis Hopper is like introducing it yeah kind of in character but not quite and <laughs> it's really a, bizarre there's a bit where and it's obviously like ad breaks okay, and comes back this. and he's, he's like he's, he's sitting on the bus it's on you it's not long it's on YouTube yeah and he's sitting on the bus and he's like all right we're gonna go to set and he goes come on get on the bus you trust me, right? <laughs> and yeah. I can't do a good Dennis Hopper impression, but um, yeah. uh, I th- the thing about the the stunt work, like it's a common thing where you hear actors going, "Oh, I did most of my own stunts, or as many stunts as they would allow me to do." Yeah, yeah, and that usually means that you know an actor will run up to the side of a building, and then they'll yell cut before he jumps and then they'll get the stuntman to come in and do the same thing but actually jump like the only people that can do it like Tom Cruise can do it because he produces his own movies and he wants mm. to die yeah. on camera yeah. Uh, yeah, and have his death preserved and watched for generations to come and like you know like your uh, Hong Kong action to, to stuff to the Scientologist that he is dead oh well he'll come back as a ghost but yeah. uh, and go into an ghost. alien's body but uh, like like Jackie Chan and all the the, the Chinese stunt guys, because they didn't have a union and they didn't have, they literally, you know, there was no one to say, oh, you can't do that. There was no health and safety. It was just them yeah. getting the shot and almost dying a lot of yeah. the time and breaking a lot of bones and stuff. But like, apparently Keanu did the jump from the car to the bus yeah I heard that yeah which always looks every time I see the movie and I see that shot it always looks like he really hurt his shins he bangs the way he lands yeah 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 yeah. kind of like bounces off or whatever yeah but um but it it could be a stuntman because you can't see his face in that shot so maybe if I like that wouldn't be my crack at all. Like I like if I was an actor <laughs> jumping from a moving car onto a bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be into that at all. I'd just be like, give a close up. I'll say the line, and then I'll be in the trailer reading a comic. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. like surely you're t- he's taking work away from the stunt people. Like they've yeah. got, they've got a whole yeah. industry. Like That's you know, it, yeah. like you know. 
you know do you but having said that if if an actor is going to do a lot of stunts they will have to be trained and they will have to be drilled yeah. and stunt teams do that so yeah, you know they'll still be working behind the scenes but at the same time if you're a stuntman you can't say well you don't actually see any of my work on the screen because I just train the actors and then they do it yeah but we make them look good and then I'd, of course I'd you have, have body face doubles, replacement I'd stuff have now ass doubles I'd have stuntmen yeah uh, like literally the only time I'd be in the movie is if my face is extremely close up yeah uh, everything else would just be <laughs> the back of somebody's head <laughs> <in ADR. laughs> and like your ass would be would be a different color to your abs and stuff yeah. you'd have different you'd just pick and choose different stuntmen and wouldn't yeah. matter yeah, the yeah, color yeah. of their skin you know, and Sa- all you'd Sandra be so Bullock did, uh, Sandra Bullock did some of her stunt driving stunts in this film she learned how to drive a bus oh she yeah. did yeah yeah she did because there were some yeah. times where she was driving it because yeah, th- yeah that's the interesting thing about y- you actually see these they use like 12 buses yeah uh, for various things and, and yeah two of them were uh, there's like a guy you know which is a common thing in movies where you have someone sitting on top of the car who is actually driving the car yeah uh, so there's a guy sitting on top of the bus driving the bus which is like no mean feat to be like to to drive a bus like that anyway. It's like Mr. Bean when he was on top of the car, isn't it? Like, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best Mr. Beans. <laughs> Mr. Bean. Again, I didn't think we'd so dive into Mr. Bean. When Mr. Bean, <laughs> Speed so when, so when Rowan Atkinson did the Mr. Bean stunt when he was sitting on top of the Beetle driving it, the stunt guy must have been in the Beetle. It was must be the only time that that ever happened. Usually, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Inception. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, switcheroo. Yeah, switcheroo. Um, do you have anything else, Dre? For back alley Oscars, I would, one more thing I would say um, best foreshadowing for the OJ Simpson car chase, which happened a week yeah. after the film <laughs> oh, yeah, was released. Yeah. 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 In LA. Which was like a super slow highway chase yeah. along the same roads. Yeah. Yeah. In LA, right? So, are we saying? Are you saying that is? Are we dovetailing into cutting room floor? Do you think the bus looks like it's going very slow a lot of the times? Well, I've I've got one one thing before we do cutting room floor. Best, but 50, 50, 50, What's fifty miles what's an 50 hour? Fifty miles an hour in kilometers is sixty. Is it? Um, it's a little bit more than that. Fifty miles an hour is about uh, here. I'll I'll, I'll look it up. That's eighty kilometers an hour. So no. max speed on a regional road. Miles an hour. Google it, bro. In kilometers, because sixty eighty point four seven kilometers. Oh, you got me on a point four, Ed. Oh, Come on. Really? Oh wow. Okay. So we we round they it down to eighty. Fast. Yeah. That's pretty fast. Yeah. But just on the uh, consideration before we went to clean room floor, best use of a watch as a pivotal <laughs> plot point and storytelling. <laughs> Um, tool. That is true. The cheap gold watch. The cheap yeah. gold watch. Oh, the cheap yes. gold watch. What's his name? Uh, Harry or not Harry? Harry's the uh, Jack. Jack. The cheap gold watch. Jack. Jack um, Traven. Jack Traven. Uh, yeah, the cheap gold watch. And I, I like. I actually, in all the times I saw it before, this time was the first time I it, the penny dropped. Where I'm like, oh, okay, it's his retirement present, and it's. Okay, I get it. It took me I like whatever ten times seeing the movie for that for that to kind of connect, and that's how they figured out where he lived. So, cutting room floor. What are we What are we talking about here? We I don't, uh, go on. 
I don't I don't know. I don't think there's that much to cut out of the movie. There's a few lines in it that are a bit uh I was like, "Oh, okay." Cuz mm. I, I think when you when you see it so many times and then you kind of go, "Oh, that's the cool bit." But when you actually sit and think about it because you're recording a podcast, you kind of go, "Actually, that makes no sense." Like when he's chasing the bus initially and well, I mean, the biggest thing that makes no sense is, if you really want to get down to it, is the plan for the bus to go over 50 miles an hour, and then if it goes below 50, it blows up, and he wants, like, a million dollars or whatever the fuck his ransom is. Mm. How does he not... How does he... Um, what's his contingency plan for Dennis Hopper, I mean, for... Oh, surely the, surely the bus, Surely the bus would go, possibly go over 50 and go below before... Jack got to it before anyone knew there was a bomb in the bus. That's before, a good point. You know, it, well, he knows Jack's such a good cop. Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with Jack. It's got nothing to do with him. It's completely out of his hands whether the bus goes over 50 and then below and explodes. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's mm. like, I, I don't, like, he, he, maybe he would have said it, like, as the bus is leaving the station or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of like got saying, to 50. Yeah. But then when he, when he goes to, to jump on the choo bus. Choo. Next stop, Splody. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. not my usual route. You're right, though. It's like it's like um, ringing the guards and saying, right, now I've put a bomb uh, in a hotel. And if you don't give me 10 million euro, the whole hotel is going to blow up. But <laughs> if a crow or a magpie lands on the, telefo- on the telegraph pole outside the hotel, the whole thing is going to explode and the gig's yeah. up. <laughs> it's like, what, <laughs> why put that the chance? It, it, it's Some, gonna, someone's yeah. someone's in the uh, in the presidential suite in this hotel. If someone orders the full Irish breakfast, the hotel <laughs> is armed. It's done. When they <laughs> when they eat the mushrooms, the hotel blows up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How do you know someone's not going to order that? What but else do we have? At that, can I can I just say I feel like it was very Irish when the chief pulls out the map, you know, and he's like. <laughs> Yeah. When they're telling him that the road's not finished up ahead and he just he's like slamming the map. Yeah. He's like, It's finished on the map. Yeah. And like yeah. it just that's that that's like this film this film could have been shot in Ireland, you know? <laughs> and like the authorities print out all the maps yeah, and they yeah. hand them out to everybody but they don't finish it on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Be done. I don't I don't want to make two two sets of maps. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> map That's may contain fake roads. This is the map for six months from now. Yeah, yeah. Use it then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, that bridge jump scene wasn't in the script, and uh, the director saw the like. That's a real highway that wasn't finished, and he was like, "Oh, we have mm-hmm. to use this in the movie." And um, so they just did it. They just said, we, "We're going to do the stunt," which is uh, which is pretty. Cool. Yeah, we did, we didn't put that in back of the Oscars. Great stunt. It was a great stunt. Uh, it was, but. It annoyed. It always annoyed me how like, like it's 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 a it's a call. Let's call it a bridge with the middle missing, or you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you drive off that. You're you're gonna just fall off. Like you're not gonna like you're never gonna yeah, make yeah. that. You're never gonna make it. Yeah. The, even um, if there's a slight like because he goes you know, it's a it's an interchange. It's an interchange. There might be a, an, there might be a slight incline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And it's like such Floor a fucking. It. It's such a hit and hope job. I don't know. Yeah. But apart, yeah. I mean, I don't like all the things that you can sort of nitpick at in the movie 
just you know it's just movie logic like you know you can you yeah. can you can excuse a lot of it but yeah I, I, I couldn't really think of that much to to cut from it I don't know well I hate to burst that and Alan Rock. guys but I would cut all of the elevator stuff <gasps> ooh at the beginning yeah, I thought the like I was really bored by all of that. Like once they got on the bus, I was like, I'm happy now. You know, I yeah. I think and I think it, the original script was all set on the bus, um, and for some reason they decided to go, let's start it off in the elevator. Yeah, I su- but I I, I thought you- that was all just boring shit, and they could have they could have set the scene and you know the whole story could have developed all on the bus, and that would have made it way more intense. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. There is a there is a version of the movie that you just have on the bus. True, but yeah, you got you got to introduce Jack and Dennis Harry Hopper. and the bad yeah, guy. I mean, you 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 could have done that somehow, but the also the I was wondering like there's a lot of there's a lot of characters on the bus, and I was trying to count how many of them actually do anything. You got some kind yeah. of a backstory. So you have um, Sandra Bullock. You've got the guy who pulls the gun because he's obviously oh, yeah. an ex-con or a drug dealer or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got the I'm tourist. not a cop right now. I'm not a cop right now. We're just two cool guys. <laughs> that's a, having that, a good That's time. actually a funny line where he goes, whatever you did, I bet you're really sorry for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. He's like, he doesn't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, apparently they 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 did shoot. Um, obviously, uh, with every movie, they shot a lot more, and the, every character on the bus had their backstory of like why they were on the bus yeah. and why they were freaked out and what they were, yeah, you know, like what lost. They were potentially losing <laughs> a flashback, that, you know? and that's yeah. that's a kind of structure of a of a disaster movie, yeah, more than an action movie. I suppose yeah, maybe yeah. that's why they went with. It's probably oh. a thing of like, oh, we got to have a big, we got to have an action scene at the beginning, yeah, to establish the bad guy and the good guys kind of thing. Mm. I I must say the um I know we're on cutting room floor, but the just that whole scene and 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 re, I know they, they use a lot of miniatures, um, but Reeves crawling on top of the train still looks deadly. Because uh, did you yeah. guys watch this? Yeah. Did you watch this on Prime? It's all like. It's it's yeah. in four K yeah. now. Like they've really they've upped it up. Like it's, I think it looks amazing. Like when I first saw this, it was on a ten inch by ten inch cathode ray job. You know, yeah. Trev, I was watching it in black and white. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching it on the big screen. So yeah, yeah. as God intended. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, what else we got? That was on the... a massive improvement for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. just in color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could have been like a it could have been like a VHS yeah. <laughs> copy would have looked better. Yeah, yeah. Hello, my name is Stephanie Preisner and I'm here to tell you about my show basically. It's all in the name really. The show makes things basic for people. We've done episodes about world religions, we've done episodes about covid, we've done episodes a lot of episodes about mental health and different aspects of mental health to make things accessible to people. One of the great things about the podcast is that you can contact me and let me know what topics you would like so have a listen see if anything tickles your fancy and if there's something there that you think is missing please get in touch with the show we'll cover the topic and then you can listen to it we're part of the Headstuff Podcast Network so you can find us on headstuffpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts see you soon 
just because we mentioned it earlier, Ed, to round out the conversation, I do have Alan Rook or I think Stevens is the name of the, the guy he plays, uh, the extra bus guy, whatever his name is, uh, Connor Roy. I do have his character on the cutting room floor because he just kind of annoyed me. He, he was like the, he was like the, the com- he was kind of the comic relief. And yeah, but he was he was kind of funny though. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked his when he said when he goes like the, the, airport. the airport. Yeah, I've already, disappointed. Seen, I've already been to the airport because really like here. it's a it's a hard thing to get across a character in a movie where you have. Yeah, seven two, lines. Two yeah. sexy leads at the front of the bus. Yeah. And you've got like, yeah. Yeah. A handful of lines and they gotta True. they gotta land. Yeah. I don't know. I think I would have um I don't know if I would have cut anyone. I thought the I thought the casting was was pretty good. I did laugh when the the lady who's like, I gotta get off the bus <laughs> and then <laughs> He he explodes the step. Yeah. I don't know why he had like one little bomb that would just explode the, one of the steps. Yeah, yeah, a little step bomb. Yeah, a little step bomb. Little tease. In case someone st- yeah. stood on it, you yeah. know. Little pre-explosion but, uh, before the big explosion. I don't know. I, th- <laughs> you got, I think you got to have some. Like you were saying, Dre. I think e- even though they cut, they cut the whole aspect of. You get to see, you know, that would have been a different movie where you get to see everyone's kind of mourning before they get on the bus and their kind of backstories and stuff. Like more like a disaster movie. But yeah. at the same time, I think if you're spending that amount of time on the bus, you have to you have to develop the characters somewhat. Even though they that one guy they just call him he kept calling him Gigantor or something. Oh, or uh, Ortiz or Ortez. Yeah, which I didn't. I didn't get that reference then, and I yeah. don't get it now. I think that I could can't. have been a Joss Whedon because Joss Whedon did a an uncredited polish. Whedon also uh, polished up like like all the dialogue, but he changed Keanu's dialogue like significantly because. The, that character had a lot of quips and kind of one. He was basically fucking Bruce Willis's character from Die Hard in yeah, the first yeah. draft. He had like little jokes, little gags, and Keanu was like, "No, I don't like that. I just want to talk about cans." <laughs> and uh, they just made his they made his character more sincere and kind of just yeah. more a nice, respectable cop. Joss uh, Whedon probably got like a hundred th- fucking grand to write cans. Cans. I mean, that's that's the real crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Cans. Although, did it like we all thought that was a baby in the pram in the first time, the first time you saw it. Yeah, and do you know why? Because, and I realized this because she got one of the cans and like was rocking it and no, because the, the, <laughs> the woman is having a conversation with another woman. Yeah, and she looks just normal. She doesn't look like a crazy can lady. She yeah. just looks like someone talking to someone. And then she goes like, if she was, you know, like the 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 cat lady in The Simpsons or something, you'd be like, all right, that's just a. But like, why does she have a fucking cats would well, have been better. Cats, well, it's just cats. Yeah. Just cats. <laughs> it's not dogs. I suspected, Don't worry. I suspected it would it would have been cans because there was a crazy can lady in my hometown growing up. Really, who wheeled around a little buggy and it would just be full of Guinness cans. Yeah. Full or empty? Empty. Yeah. Empty. yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> straight like full, away we asked empty, the same question. <laughs> half full. 
she, she, was she just wasn't like, like it, it, she wasn't getting like uh, a couple of cents for for the cans. No, it was just her uh, her way of getting home, getting the cans home. Oh, okay. sure. What, yeah. how, sure yeah. how bad? Like just uh, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. You you couldn't take the trolley all the way home. That's so true. she would just fill up the trolley, fill up her buggy, and just uh, wheel it all the way home. And there's a small child sitting on an empty uh, shelf where Guinness used to be in a supermarket. <laughs> 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 now this this woman was was um. She was actually kind of the age of, you know, the old lady, uh, Beth Grant, the kind of character actor who's on the bus. She was kind oh, yeah, of yeah. that. Who gets exploded. That, yeah, who gets exploded. Yeah. Like that was the age of this woman okay. uh, yeah, in yeah. my hometown. So it was. She's know, still alive. Scary lady. Is she? Yeah. She's. she's yeah. But do you know what? They, she's she, listening to she, the podcast right now. <laughs> I'm not. I, yeah. No, I'm I not bet. surprised she's alive. But they do always uh, make her look older in uh in films you know what i mean she's not she's not as old as we think i think she's probably like she's probably that age now i'd say she's probably about 69 she's 72 she's 72 look trev i don't make the rules but uh that was a very close guess (laughs) (laughs) So I think I get some points. Are we still do, doing do you, Trev's trivia? Do you win the podcast? <laughs> do you win? The, do I win yeah. some points? Yeah, she was in. Uh, she was in Child's Play too, uh, and Speed. Uh, so there you go. There's the movies that she. No, was she, in. she's like she's in a she's lot in of loads. stuff. Like no, she, she is. Yeah, in... but I'm just looking at significant ones. Because because when I saw her, I was like, she played some kind of religious zealot lady. Yes. In some movie, and I couldn't remember what it was. That's what I kind of recognize. Oh, Donnie Darko. Was it Donnie Darko? Is it Donnie Darko? I think so. I don't know if it's Donnie Darko, because I've only seen that movie once when it came out. I haven't seen it since. Yeah. I can't really remember a lot of it. But, yeah. She is is a character actor who has, like, minor roles in very big films Mm. and... A lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's in. Yeah. You know? yeah. I always wondered, like those kind of people, like what kind of lifestyle do they have? Like, are they, you know what I mean? Like, are you like, a, like are you a millionaire? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you? Do you know what I mean? Like, or maybe not a millionaire, but are you? Mm. You know what I mean? Are you living a kind of a, an LA life if you're one of those guys? Yeah, I'd, I imagine she's probably not getting any points on the back end of speed. Yeah. In <laughs> yeah, the same way that you know Keanu probably. I'd say is. I'd say you make a lot of money going to those. Uh, Conve- you know those kind of junction things, yeah. conventions, yeah. yeah, where um, there's people who are obsessed with every kind of minor yeah. character. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, it's, favorite the, film. it's the lady who got exploded in speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the real Irish question to ask on the podcast: How much should be earning now? Would she be paying tax? How, how, yeah, how much should she be earning now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and would she be full time now in that now? Trev's trivia. Um, we've covered a lot of it already, so I'll just go through some of the salient points of trivia that I have on my Ooh. list, uh, or. I'll salianize my trivia. Is that a, a verb? Oh, Johnny Big Words. Hey, hey, Johnny Big Balls or Words. Um, Graham Yost, the the, um, the 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 screenwriter, he based the movie premise on 1985 movie called Runaway Train with John Voight, which in turn <laughs> was based on a like Japanese movie about a runaway train, bullet train. Um, so yeah, there you go. It's based. Oh. So it's like. It's not an original thing. I thought it was. I thought it was based on it. What are you guys laughing at? <laughs> Is my trivia that boring? It's my first bullet point of trivia, and 
podcast listeners, you're not aware because no, we do this via I'm, Zoom. I'm looking at two laughing people here. They're laughing. I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing at the genius of uh, Graham Yost, who's like runaway train. But what if it was on a, a bus, bus <laughs> instead of a train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Remove, yeah, yeah. I I thought it was like a diehard kind of spin, you know. But yeah. um, I didn't realize that they actually had a very very similar movie. But to what your point is, just remove the train at the bus. Um, it's crazy. But yeah, to your point, Ray, um, there there wasn't an elevator or a subway scene in the original script. It was just replacing the train with the bus. Um, John McTiernan was asked to do it. He didn't do it. Um, he said it was too close to Die Hard. Uh, Steve Baldwin had the same complaint. He They wanted him. It's like, imagine Stephen Baldwin. Baldwin. To be fucking Keanu Reeves' character, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he said, no, it's too much like Die Hard. Um, Tarantino turned it down. They wanted Tarantino to direct the movie. Imagine that. That would have been class. Wow. And, uh, now, at what, at what stage in the career... Uh, he was making Jackie Brown. In Tarantino's career, he had just made Jackie Brown. Or was making it, yeah. Or uh, okay. No. Or just made... No? Well, uh, Reservoir Dogs came out in 1992. So... Pulp Fiction came out in 94. So, so it would have been after time. Pulp Fiction before Jackie Brown. Yeah, yeah. Jackie okay. Brown was 97 or 98. Yeah. And Speed was 95? 4. 4. So if. if so yeah, so he was Tarantino making Jackie Brown. He was, he was writing it, like it and just kind of getting, getting. Sandra Bullock would have been driving the bus with her feet. With her feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, yeah, and Hopper Tarantino would have been like, uh, I think Dennis Hopper's character needs to have like uh, he he needs to have crazy demands. Yeah, like uh, (laughs) uh, she's a driver. Drive the bus with your feet, lunatic. Pop quiz, hot shot. Drive the bus with your feet. Hopper would have definitely been on coke, or just they would have like you know told his character to be on coke because Hopper was probably on coke during the film. We we didn't mention actually Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper is just great. It's uh, I hadn't seen him in a movie in so long, and to see him playing a bad guy in a mainstream because you know there was a while he played bad guys in, in movies but yeah. a lot of the time they were like Waterworld or yeah, Super yeah. Mario Brothers and they weren't that great Super Mario Brothers yeah but I the, went on a deep dive with that but this was like a good bad guy yeah in a good movie which yeah a nice like, simple oh, yeah, yeah. A, a nice simple character executed to perfection and he's just got a he's just got a great voice especially yeah. when he's kind of sneering and stuff you know he's yeah like, yeah yeah good Good value. Good value. <laughs> yeah. Good value. Um, hey, I got an Ed's Easter egg. Oh, go. Drop it. Go on. The watch that Jack Traven wears, Jack being, there was a proliferation of 90s action heroes who were all called Jack. Yeah. Uh, a Casio G-Shock DW-5600C. <laughs> had been discontinued by the time filming started. I mean, this is obviously not news to you, Trev. The company <laughs> had to start making them again due to the film's success, bringing yeah. about new demand. So they re, uh, they did the, they've turned on the the conveyor belt and got they the cranked it up. They shoveled some coal into the fires, and I don't know how they make watches, but they, <laughs> um, yeah, they they reestablished that that line. Yeah. And to this day, G-Shock are one of the biggest kind of cop watches out there. And we'll now see. you know the rest of the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Casio. 
Uh, Casio G-Shock, yeah. They'd be... Cops and comedians. Cops and comedians. Yeah, comedians would wear the normal Casios. The G-Shock is like a Casio, but it's on steroids. It has like a huge... Basically, G-Shock. It's for... It's, it can sustain mm. a G-Shock. It can, it can well, sustain like Trev, proper... it seems that you know a little bit about watches. <laughs> I didn't know this about you. Is there some way we can sort of... Uh, fold this into the podcast I thought Connor. well yeah but, but look I would have just talked about what you said Ed so yeah nice nice nice, nice <laughs> cover nice cover but yeah the, it. But, geez, but I actually it's I would it's on my list it's on my list of uh, to-dos I want to buy a G-Shock and the great thing about G-Shocks are you can get a good one for about 50 quid 60 quid you know yeah. you and then you can spend thousands on them but um but yeah you can, you can get one that looks like the one that he's wearing um for about 80 quid 90 quid uh, and they're pretty cool looking and comedians yeah. would probably wear them you're right ed because they have I the d- digital they have the timers on them and, you know yeah, i don't know cool. if i noticed well there is a bit where he looks at his watch but i didn't kind of go hmm you probably just went like you probably got a little tingle in the tip of your penis when you saw that bit but um, <laughs> I was just like, oh, he's just looking at his watch, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Oh, I have. Now, this is not Ed's Easter eggs, but this is Ed's. I call bullshit on that because uh, a lot of the IMDb trivia is seemingly written by a 14 year old drunken uh, person. It, there's one bit where uh, it says stunt coordinator Tracy Bunting. And I went, what? A woman stunt coordinator? No, no, uh, no, that's, that's a joke. Stunt coordinator uh, Tracy Bunting told Interview Magazine that this was, quote, the most challenging uh, movie of her career, which maybe, yeah. But then she goes on to say, in particular, the iconic stroller full of cans scene. <laughs> no way. Like, how is... A bus hitting a stroller full of cans. But a woman is holding the cans, though. More difficult than a bus driving into a fucking airplane and both of them (laughs) exploding or jumping onto a bus or going under a bus. Like, just hitting a stroller full of cans. Like, that was the most challenging part. Yeah. I call bullshit on that. Anyway, that's that's it's a busy street. It's a busy street. There's a a lot of there's a they have to like make the street look busy. There's I wonder how many. T- I wonder how many. T- it, maybe it was one of those things where everything had to, it had to hit it just right or something. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Yeah, everything had Speaking to. Speaking of things hitting things right, you talked about there was there's multi. Well, off camera or off off mic, you mentioned there was multiple buses. When they filmed the shooting of the ramp scene, they had set up all their cameras and they'd got like experts in to, you know, calculate where the bus would land so they could set up their yeah. camera for the shot of the camera dropping. So bus the first, scientists. Yeah, yeah, bus scientists, bus bus experts. And they Busologists. Busologists. The first the first take, the bus just drove like off the ramp to the side and just crashed. Uh, so then they had to do it again and they didn't tell the studio apparently they were like they were like when they, they didn't send the dailies in that day, they were like, Oh there's a mistake <laughs> with our day uh, we uh but everything we, looked great. Yeah. Don't count the buses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, then the second day they filmed it and it took off the ramp perfectly, but it went way further than they calculated. And they just randomly had a second camera for like kind of a wide angle take. Yeah. Um, so, and that captured the bus where it actually landed. So that, that 
shot of the bus landing. It was they they got it in one, but they basically got it by mistake on a secondary camera that they set up because the primary camera missed the shot. So there's a bit of Trev's trivia sprinkled oh. in within Ed's Easter eggs. Anyway, nice. Hey, it's, what it's I a crunchy think, salad of trivia. It's a crunchy <laughs> trivia salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quick one before uh, I go over to see if uh, Dre has any Dre's delights. Uh, people that were considered for Jack Traven, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, I would have paid money to see him in this role. Yeah, actually, trying to think, 1993, 94. White Harrelson, Man Can't yeah. Jump Eddie. Tom Hanks. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose we're still waiting for Hanks's action movie. Well, actually, I think the time was probably gone. Yeah. Unless he's going to do a kind of <laughs> yeah. a taken sort of thing. Tom Hanks, 93? Nah. Philadelphia, Tom Hanks. I could have seen Tom Hanks. Where, could you, where would you put Tom Hanks in the movie, Dre? Being a Thanks for Hanks fan. A Hank wanker. Like A Hank thanker. If you want, if you want to do a, a crisscross of movies, uh, what if Forrest Gump is on the train? <laughs> I mean, bus. bus. <laughs> <laughs> Lads, the third Guinness is hit. <laughs> drive, Forrest, drive. What He's if driving Forrest the bus. Gump is on the train? <laughs> I had to drive the bus real fast. <laughs> yeah. Jeff Daniels' character? I think Tom, Tom Hanks could be the police chief. Who is given out about the roadmap and all that? Yeah, yeah, you can see him doing that because when he, yeah, when he's doing that kind of annoyed, especially like he channels some Woody in Toy Story kind of energy yeah. uh, through through that character. Has Tom Hanks ever played like a really truly evil character? Uh, Colonel Tom Parker in Elvis. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty no. much it. Oh, I haven't. I, I haven't, I haven't oh. seen it, but I know he's he's I haven't seen Elvis. He's positioned as the. As the villain. The villain. Well, there is one coming ah. up where he's playing Geppetto, who's like uh, evil, you know. He's yeah. like an old man living yeah. alone. Three days on Disney+. Plus. He, wants, he wants a real boy all for himself. Okay. He's obviously a pedophile. Um, <laughs> so when that comes out, that's why they got Tom Hanks to play Geppetto, because they needed the nicest mm. man yeah. to play Ever. Take an a old turn. pedo. <laughs> yeah. That's my hot take. Geppetto was a pedo. <laughs> he just loved justice his wood. For, justice for Pinocchio. Oh, he loved a bit of wood. <laughs> he loved a little bit, a little bit of little boy wood. Mm. Tell me another lie. <laughs> uh, Dre, any delights for us? No delights, but I, I just want to throw in one of my favorite one-liners. Uh, so when Keanu is trying to get onto the bus um, from the convertible. One of the passengers just goes, "Man, he really has a hard on for this bus." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I remember. I wasn't too familiar with that kind of very American expression when the movie came out, and I was like, "He wants to fuck the bus." Yeah, yeah, like literally what I thought. I was like, "No, it is funny. It's it's almost something that like an Irish person would say in a situation. You know, Jesus, he fucking he loves that bus. Yeah, just." I wish I loved something as much as he loves that. Bu- I wish I loved my wife as much as he loved that bus. Yeah. Is this is this the most parodied film that we've done? Uh, I feel like it might be. I would I, say I Top Gun. He, 
Top Gun, probably, oh, Top Gun, yeah. even though we lost the recording with The Matrix, probably more parodied. Just yeah. in, the bullet in time ads stuff. and, yeah. yeah, the bullet time, just the bullet time thing yeah. alone. Well, what about, the, okay, in terms of the the best parodies, because the Father Ted parody of... Oh, Speed 3. Yeah. Speed is brilliant. Well, I, I yeah. wouldn't even call it a parody. It's almost like a sequel, <laughs> which is why they call it Speed 3. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's like Pat Mustard watched Speed. And he's like, yeah. it's kind of like a meta sequel to, uh, well, to Speed Two Cruise Control, which is, it's so good. I, I don't know if anyone's ever seen that, but it's worth watching the the trailer alone. Because <laughs> I watched Speed with Cara, and then I was like, you know, they made a sequel, and it's set on a boat, and <laughs> there's a climactic scene where it very slowly crashes into a dock and destroys it. Yeah, <laughs> like really slowly, and it's supposed to be exciting. See, the thing about Speed Two is like you can't, like the 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 main protagonist is or antagonist is dead. So yeah, you can't really like. What do you do? Set it on a another bus? You know, yeah. you can't really. With a copycat bomber. Yeah, you like, you're just trading off the the name and the haircut on a yeah. different guy. Yeah. yeah, and it just doesn't work. And you have like Willem Dafoe in a, please cast me as the Joker. Come on, yeah, yeah, I'm so yeah. perfect for it. <laughs> I'm just doing this movie as an audition to play the Joker. I don't really care about the big boat. <laughs> well, like with Speed Speed Two, Cruise Control is a great name for a film because, like halfway through the first film, <laughs> I did go. It'd be great if they did have Cruise yeah, Control, wouldn't problem. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be so handy. Yeah. And like, there's 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 points in the movie where it's like they hit certain junctures where it's like now it's easy, and then something else has to happen for it to make it complicated. Because when they get to the airport, they're just driving around in circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's you know, like it, they effectively are in cruise control. She just has to put her foot down and just drive in a huge big circle, and then yeah. he, and then he slits but the when, tank with, with his when they're when they're driving around in circles in the in the airport, Dennis Hopper. This maybe this is like a plot hole, but like he's um, every time it cuts back to him, he's watching a football game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. drinking and a can of coke, going to going for a slash. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like really into this football yeah. game, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there is that bit where he's there's a great bit where he's like going, he's like eating something, watching the game, and you just see like, uh, someone getting the ball, and he's like, yeah, 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 and then they get like sacked. And and he goes, oh, yeah, but it's, but it's all like it's all like off, uh, off camera noises. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah and it's a generic uh, sports fan response to yeah, yeah. Oh. bad, yeah, bad play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> We're zigzagging. <laughs> I can hear the jingle jangle of some keys. Dre's dangling them in front of the camera here. She's got some keys in her. She's got the key. What? She's got the passion. She's got the key to the Sinistream Vault. Um we're gonna we're gonna open the door, see where the fucking where where this movie goes. Uh look, for me it's going in. It's a it, like it's I really enjoyed watching this film. I like I actually didn't take that many notes because I was just glued, like I was properly mm. engrossed watching it. Um, I watched it in two installments because I had to because I had to break away to do stuff with the kids. Um, but it, it didn't matter. Like I, I was actually afraid because 
when I was going in watching it, I thought that it would be it's the it's the one kind of movie you kind of would like to watch self-contained just from start to finish because it has that kind of kinetic energy that just builds and builds and builds and builds. But even watching it in two installments, it was still great. It was um, yeah, I loved it. I, I like I, I I've already said everything I, I want to say about speed about about this fucking film. But like the the last thing to say is it's gone in the fucking vault. In the vault, yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Bing bam boozy, simple, yeah, elegant, that's succinct. That's all I'm going to say. Dre. For me, even though the elevator scene was a bit too long at the start, and I would have preferred a lot of the action, all the action to be on the bus, it's still safely secured in the vault. Yeah. For me. Yeah. For you. It's For a good. You. It's it's probably it's probably not talked about as much. As a lot of kind of action movies, yeah, yeah, totally. Mm. It, but it's it got should, a really should, good, yeah. yeah. It's got a good premise. It's well, well made, well told. It's probably the best die-hard rip-off movie. Yeah, hundred percent. It's better than Under Siege. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred ten percent. Or Under Siege. Under Siege. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Under Siege Two, which is the one in the, which is the one in the submarine. It's a boat. Oh, is it a boat? I wasn't really uh, paying attention to that movie. But that's it, Under Siege, yeah. and then Under Siege 2 is on a train. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's in the kitchen fighting. That's all I remember from the, yeah, yeah. the, the, from the boat one. I like the, uh, just the like, af- after the after the film came out, I like the respect that Tarantino had for it, where, like, yeah. I think people knew that it, it had been offered to him, and, like, years later, he was interviewed, and he said, um, like, there was, there was few exhilaration movies like it, Oh, you know, yeah. it's great. Where like the bus is flying down the road and you're in the cinema going like, fucking hell, Jesus, they're going 60 in the fucking cinema. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the only <laughs> the only relatively recent movie that's like it is the one, what's the Tony Scott one? Um, on the train. With, Unstoppable. Uh, Unstoppable, which is a great, that's a great I haven't movie. seen that. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another Tarantino favorite. He loves Unstoppable. He seems yeah. to like any... Yeah. Yeah, he likes like he, he likes a movie with a kind of a the, the idea of a runaway train, you know, the, like and because that's that's what the, that's what the speed is is a runaway train. Guess, a runaway I bus. guess we know what Tarantino's tenth and final movie will be: Speed Four. Speed Four. <laughs> feet. <laughs> speed Fast four. feet. Fast feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, there it is. It's in the vault. Nice. Unanimous decision. It's got a little asterisk beside it on our list, which is on our Google spreadsheet. Um, if you're hey guys if you want to see your spreadsheet you got to get on that Patreon got to go behind that behind that paywall if you want to see your spreadsheet <laughs> it's, <the plus. laughs> it's got a lot of stuff on it um, is it even called Patreon it's called oh uh, Headstuff Plus, plus. Headstuff exactly plus. yeah don't go over to Headstuff Plus don't go over to Patreon because no do go over to Patreon yeah. and become a patron of my podcast yeah, yeah you, you, you go, <laughs> become an Ed Salmon patron um, yes uh, and give him money and then go on to Headstuff Plus and give us the price of a pint. This one, yeah. Price of a pint. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.